0: Welcome back to another episode of Ask Men Anything. I'm
1: your host, Emma Wilman. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I'm going to plug a few shows real quick. This weekend, I'm going to be in Des Moines, Iowa. Are you in Des Moines? Come to the show. Then I'm going to be in Irvine, California on February 7th. I'm going to be in San Diego. I'm going to be in Oxnard right after I'll be in Irvine, so 7th, 8th, 9th. I'm also going to be in Chicago coming up. I've got a bunch of dates. They're all up on my website. I am Emma Willman.com. I'll be in Vancouver for the Just For Last Comedy Festival February 22nd. Very excited about that. That's enough dates from me. Please also find me online at Emma Wilman on TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. And you can write into the podcast at AMA at batches.com. Okay, today's episode, comedian Jeff R. Curry. This is the first time Jeff and I have really like gotten to sit down and chat for a while and hang out. And I had so much fun talking to him. He's so charming on social media and he's so charming in real life. And I mean that charm in the best sense of the word. He's just an easy person to talk to. And I think you'll be able to tell that from the episode. We dive into the psychology of the, can I get a hug guy? What's the difference between the, give me a hug, that guy and the person that just hugs you? We kind of, we dissect that. Can I get a hug? We all know that person. Give me a hug. Give me, hey, where's my hug? Although I reveal an episode, no one has ever done that to me, but I see it happen quite frequently. We also talk about our love for our nieces and nephews. I share my career aspirations that I hope my niece fulfills. She's six years old, so either I gotta lay off my desire for her to be a dermatologist or she has to become one, one or the other. We talk about red flags and dating, and we talk about learning how to talk about your feelings, where Jeff got that from, how he's able to do that, and what it's been like being someone that wants to talk about your feelings in relationships with friends and partners. It's a great episode, and I appreciate you very much. Again, I'm at immwilman.com for my tour dates, right in at ama at ama@betches.com. Here's the episode. Hey. Thank you for being on the show. I'm glad to be here as a man. That's right. <laughs> I am really bad at picking up sarcasm, so I couldn't I was reading an interview with you and I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic. I don't think you were. Okay. But you were talking about that you used to do shit that you used to do shows at a power plant? I
2: did, actually. Wow. That was was a deep cut.
1: I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic, though, because that's so – like, someone was asking you just about shows that you did, and then you said that you used to do a power plant at, like, 8 a.m., and I'm trying to be better about picking up on it, so I was like, he's being sarcastic. No, I did Damn. I was – we
2: were talking about the offices here. I was like, they're nice. Last time I was in office, I was working at a credit union in Chicago. Mm. And their business guy, like their, their, their business development executive, quit right before the busy season or whatever, where sure. you're supposed to go and pitch products, financial products, to our main carry, which is power plants in that area.
1: So most of the clients were were power plants of the credit union. It's unions? like you know
2: how like some there's credit unions like there's like uh, you know Navy Credit Union or whatever. Yes. Like some credit unions are you can only get become a part of if you yes. work for a company. Right. It was that. It was like a lot of power plants, which is just like so a random. lot of people. Yeah. But it was like, you know, a big power company. right? And so they're like, hey, we know you do comedy. Can you go like uh, do your thing there? Like, you know, do a little bit of an act and then pitch the product. So it was, I did it because they were like, it's time and a half. Plus you get paid for all the travel there all the way back. And you're done by like 2 p.m.
1: But you had to go and do one, do a show and then pitch the product.
2: Yes, that was pretty bad. So I was just like, I'd make like a, I found that it was all engineers at 8 a.m. So I would do darker jokes because that would do well. But then I would do like a joke about like death and then they'd laugh and I would go, but our financial, like our, our cars are at an all time low APR. So Jesus keep that God. in mind. It was very, very, uh, it sucked, but cause, especially cause they had you show up at like, let's say the show was at eight a show. The meeting was at eight. Whatever and the I, hell it was. Yeah. The, I mean, because it's like, you also, when if you shows can go all types
1: of ways. So it's like, say, there's a show, like I did a show on a cruise one time, and one of them went great, and then the one, the second one did not. And then you're on, then you got to see everybody, yep. so then let alone having to sell them stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's the worst, the cruises like that. I did a retirement cruise where it's like, Ooh. you're in the buffet line with, like, everyone's looking at you like, that's that dirty boy from earlier. Right, you know?
1: and you're like, sorry about that. Cause yeah. then you, and also, then if they go into being like, do you guys want a credit card?
2: Yeah, and I just had to sit at a little booth at the end of it, and they'd be like, I like your comedy, man. I go, thanks. Bye, something.
1: Right, but do you want, how about, do you feel about the credit? Yeah. The credit. It was I, bad. I feel like also doing a comedy show would like make, I don't know, it's like, would then the person see you as a reliable creditor?
2: Yeah, right. If they see me up there, I'm like, just like hung over Right. Because you have to show up there, if the show's at eight, or the thing's at eight, I would have to get there at like 5.30 or 6 to go through all the security for the power plants because it's an intense amount of security. Just
1: because that's like a – like it would be a hotbed for people like yeah.
2: bad. They have like 100 yards of solid concrete blocks, like like, like 10 by 10 concrete blocks that huh. so they could stop anybody trying to ram. They do like war games to – That makes sense. Yeah, so it was really intense. They were had dogs and mirrors under my car. Thank God they were just looking for bombs. Jeez, yeah, I, yeah, right. I had like a one hitter <laughs> in my, yeah, in my you're glove. Out of your mind. Yeah. You're like
1: uh, there's no bombs in here. I can guarantee that. Yeah, that was insane. Man, good for you for doing that's like I love like stories like that because it's just like such a testament to I don't know, just being a person is hard, basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. But it was still it was still I made the best of it. Like it was still kind of fun. It was good. mostly just driving three hours to get there and three hours back and then being like, uh oh, I got I sold two credit cards, you know. Yes. Yeah.
1: I did sales, I never sold one thing.
2: Really? What kind of sales?
1: Yep. I tried to sell educational travel and I didn't ever sell one thing and I did it for nine months. What is educational travel? I'm not going to be able to explain it that well. It's part of why I couldn't sell it that well either. It's like, But it's like study abroad trips. Oh. So you call up teachers and I would call and I would, I lied my way into the job, totally lied. I like made a fake resume. I had my friend who was an actress be my reference. Cats out the bag, but they already fired me nine years yeah, ago. Yeah. So that it is what it is. Shout outs to Explorica, that's what it was called. And I would call teachers, say, do you want to do a study abroad? And they would usually go, well, I don't know if we have the budget. And then I go, I get it. It's tough. And then I'd, and my manager would be like, no, oh. no,
0: sell, sell, sell. Yeah.
1: And I never sold. She said that she'd never had one person
2: make more effort with less results. Wow. That's the thing is I, I found – I could only sell something if it's actually worth it. I was selling right. – I was actually lowering their their like credit card APR and, yes. or whatever it is, like their, their interest rates and all that stuff. So I was like, no, seriously, they'll save you money. Like yes. So it was okay. I was able to sell it. That's the key Yeah but then they also Make me sell like Life and health insurance mm. On the loan So like if you get sick You can stop paying For a while And that would cost them Like $80 more per month And mm. it's totally not worth it Right But I would have to sell Insurance on them To get paid for it So it, that was the part That sucked I was like I I, I would just be like It's not worth it But <laughs> if you want You can do it And then I would just Not make money On a lot of it but Right like, Your
1: like voice changes You're selling one part of it And you're like If you want the life insurance yeah. Then you
2: know Yeah I was working It was with uh, David Drake On the road one time and he was like, we were like doing a show and we're staying in the same hotel room and I had to work from home and mm. do sales. And I was on my laptop and he was like sleeping. He woke up. There was like a few, like a flop house of a hotel room. Right. And he was like eating cereal near me, like watching me do sales. <laughs> and I was like, in the event you pass away. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah,
1: what, kind what are of you sales selling? Yeah.
2: Yeah. If in the event you pass away, then you're going to want to have this refrigerator. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Like Jesus, Jeff, you might want to change your tactic up a little bit. <laughs> Before we get to our listener email, we have some questions for you about what it means to be a man
2: ooh, to ooh. you. Oh, oh, It's watching Home Improvement every day. Oh,
1: remember that show? Uh-huh. Remember that show? Yeah. Oh, I used yeah. to watch that all the time. That was one of my, like, that was in my rotation, Home Improvement Family Matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember. I can't even recall one episode. Oh, I love J- Jonathan Taylor
2: Thomas. Oh, JTT. You kind of, I could see in a world. Oh, maybe. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, he went to Harvard. Did he really? Yep. Didn't they just like surface pictures of him because he quit acting? So I like, had look a st- at him. <laughs> and it's like, just leave him alone. Yeah. yeah. He's just like walking the dog and they're like, <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah. And he's like, I just wanted to be happy. And they're like,
1: <laughs> nah. three kids and I love my life. How has the concept of masculinity in general changed from when you were a kid to now?
2: Oh, it's for sure becoming uh, a little bit more accepting of like. The, like, the bro culture isn't the standard as much mm. anymore. Like, it's almost like you joke, I don't know, you can joke around with, like, guys now about how, like, we're actually, like, helping each other, like, write text messages to girls. Huge. As adults, as adult men, as opposed to being, like, oh just all you have to do is just have sex with her, dude. <laughs> That's it, bro. Like,
1: like, I'm just trying to message my boss.
2: And like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's not and saying it's going to be easy. Like, the culture completely has changed in terms of, like, what's expected, like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was scary. I remember thinking as a kid growing up being like, is this what I have to do to be a guy? Mm. You know what I mean? It feels kind of gross.
1: Where, where did you grow up? Michigan? Yeah. Michigan. Was it the city or suburbs? Well, or? kind
2: of. I grew up in Long Island until I was like 15.
1: Mm. Oh, that's a formative. Yeah. That's a, that's a good chunk.
2: Yeah. And then I moved, we moved to Michigan and it was, like a, it was a shock. It was still like a different bro. It was just Italian bros to like corn fed bros. That's mm. all it was. It wasn't that much of a change. Like I, I was, you know, bullied like, cause I was always like a. I remember, like, I made, it, okay, there's I was bullied a when
1: I was little because I was a chubby
2: kid. Oh, I was a chubby kid, but I was also, like, raised by my mom and my sisters mostly, like, we're around. Mm. So I remember my mom's advice to me with girls was, like, uh, just tell her how you feel. And I'm like, that's good to tell a 30 year old son, but not a 12 year old. Like, don't. Right. So I remember, like, I wrote a note to a girl and I gave it to her on a Friday on my bus. I was like, I gave it to her Friday and I was, like, so proud of it. Like, I rewrote it three times. And I, and I remember going back on the bus on Monday and like one of the bullies like the kid on the like the hot jock dude like I, I walk onto the bus and he pulls it out and starts reading the whole night I there, hate but him. <laughs> yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah I think I have like a am friends with him on my old Facebook account or something. Maybe
1: but. the thing is it's like you know what maybe he had maybe he had a tough time at home or maybe something was going on to make him be mean like that but what the
2: fuck. Oh it was bad. I remember the first line was like I'll treat like a queen. I remember the word queen being in the first line and like,
1: she gave it to him.
2: Yeah that she's bitch. she probably like we're friends and they're like oh my god look what he did and he's right. like, I can't wait to do this. Oh, yeah, that happened. A and lot. then you just had to sit in the bus. Oh, yeah, it was right, right when I got up and I'm like, <laughs> and sat like far away from them. Yeah, I yeah. never dated her. The one that got away, never had my chance. My queen, <laughs> the one that got away. I miss you, my, my queen. queen. My queen. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> when did you become aware of gender as a concept? When do you think kids start acting differently towards one another
2: based on gender? Oh, I pretty quickly. Mm. I, I don't know. I actually look at that now um, watching my nieces grow up.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw you talking. About, I'm in love with my niece and nephew, too. You, I was watching your jokes about that. I totally relate
2: to just, like, adoring them. Yeah, they're the best. It's and the best. They, like, they're really sweet, and it's funny because I'm, um, like, probably one of the more only, like, left-leaning people in my family where mm. it's, like, I make, where they make jokes about it where I'm, like. I'm like, I'm going to wear this dress. And then she's like, you're going to wear a dress. You're a boy. And I, like, I'll look at my sister and she'll go like, like that. And I'm like, <laughs> well, honestly, I can if I – it's one of those things where I toe the line with you know, how Good they want to – Whatever it is. But it is funny because like I'll do things like that where they say like I'm silly and I'm goofy and things like that where I'm not like – And I'll do girl voice. And my mm. brother-in-laws are a little more like masculine or have that fragile masculinity. I don't want to say fragile. Sorry. whatever it is but it's more like they're like no no, you can't like pink like that type of thing where i'm like i think it looks perfect right Mm. now you know um but i do think that i noticed them i think it's definitely cultural i think it's how you're raised where you're raised is like the definitive like this is the difference between boys and girls type of thing and in the
1: city we get because i feel like it it's so cultural too because like People, and that's part of why now, like with like the internet and people being like, it's so crazy over there and it's so different over there. So it's like also hard to tell what actually is happening places Yeah, for it too. Cause like, is it like that? Is it that different over there? I don't necessarily
2: know. You forget. Like a lot of people forget that there's a whole country between the coasts. It's and a whole country between the coasts. People in Iowa are like, it's way different world, you know, and it's a totally different world and it's, it's whatever. I mean, I, I don't hate on either end of it. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally.
1: What's your most feminine trait that you like about yourself?
2: Oh, Oh, interesting. A feminine trait about myself. I do. Uh, I like, I like talking about like feelings. Mm. I don't know if that's a feminine thing or it's just, that's the way me like the masculinity has changed where it's like, I like actually expressing how I feel. Is that,
1: Is that that, that,
2: my girl? Am I a girl now? (laughs) Right. Uh, But I do like I've always had that with relationships where I'm like, hey, something feels weird. Can we talk about it? I'm actually down to talk about it. And like I was just I just went through a thing with uh, with somebody and I was talking to my buddy about it. um, And I was like, yeah, I just feel like she's pulling away, whatever it Mm -hmm. was. And he's like, yo, dude, if this is the relationship that you think it is, you should be able to call her and be like, what's up right now? Right, And that was the, the start of our breakup was when I called her and she's like, it made me realize, yeah, I have been pulling back this and that. I'm like, "I'm glad you found out, but it sucks that you said no on the phone and then waited a week later to tell me. Totally know? sucks. But I'm glad because I've had relationships where I'm like, oh, it's an open line of communication. It feels like everything's telling the truth. But then I don't know. You ever like have a relationship where like you catch them lying a little bit or like a small amount of mistrust and you're like, wow, that's totally it. Like that's the pee under the mattress. Totally.
1: Cause also you're like, ooh, this throws a kink in everything. If, everything, especially I was with one person that would tell a lot of small little
2: lies. Yeah,
1: and I actually at the time it in the beginning it didn't bother me, but then I I remember it, it becomes a real head trip. Like I remember we ran into someone and he's like, what are you guys up to? And she said she was like, oh, we just went to go see this movie. And this was completely not true. And I when we left, I was like, hey, like. He doesn't care. Like, there's no gain from that. Like, why would you say that? Then she was like, and then it made me, sometimes she would retell me stuff and I'd be like, well, I don't know if that's true. Right. And then you're like, ah, now I don't know how to like recover from this.
2: Then sometimes it's a key into the door of like all the things that have happened. Right. You're going going back and going, well, was that even true? 100%. And it makes my neuroses just like, you know, it's insane.
1: It's so, she used to make up a lot of stories. I remember we were out to dinner with a friend of mine and she talked about, like going undercover as a reporter somewhere. And I kind of snapped and I was like, okay, why would you say that? Like, we know that's not true. Fucking turned out to be true. And my friend was like, dude, like, why were you so mean to her? And I was like, okay, she lies a lot. Cause I was like, I was like, when was the timeline on this? She's like, I don't really remember. And I was like, well, just walk me through it because I thought that you were in school then. And she's like, well, maybe that was a different year. Emma. And I was like, but like this, there's no way this happened. You didn't go undercover as a reporter in a firehouse." And she was like, I did. And I was like, mm. I don't think Whoa. so. And my friend was like,
2: oh, "I'm dying over here." Yeah.
1: And then she was telling the truth,
2: but wow. lots
1: of other lies. Like yeah, that see? was that That's was you the do. true time.
2: You tra- they almost train you to like for like distrust. Yeah. You
1: start like, do you feel like that came from like? Did you just like being with your mom and your sister where they were like identifying their feelings? Because I grew up with my dad and I never. N- no shade on him at all. I take forward. I just never. We never talked about feelings.
2: Never talked about like girls or feelings with my mom ever. Mm. I learned to start talking about it with my sisters. Every now and then. And then it was like, oh, once I opened that door of like, wow, it felt so good to just say it out loud. Totally. And then you find out that most of the time you just need to say it out loud and then hear yourself say it and they don't even need to be there. You just go, <laughs> you just go oh, I, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing how insane I sound. You know, it's true, actually.
1: Yeah, because then you're like, you can be like halfway through it and you're like, you know what? This is, I don't need to, I'm not going to buy a food truck or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, I'll like catastrophize. And then as I'm saying it, I'm like, maybe the world isn't ending. Like, yeah. Are you and your sister still close?
2: Yeah, very close. Yeah. I just actually just hired her as my assistant.
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She's a stay-at-home mom in Michigan. So she's like, it like works out where I just, I got her a laptop. She does all my scheduling and stuff. That's great. It's such a relief, dude. Like she's texted me like five minutes prior, like, hey, don't forget if have a meeting at you know, 1 p.m. and I'm like in bed, like,
1: because
2: <laughs> I've missed meetings, like, like, like Zoom meetings with sure. places. And I'm like, oh, I'm, st-, you know, I'm so sorry. And they're like, why isn't the video on? And I go, oh, my camera's not working. Really, I've just got bed head and bed face.
1: The amount of people that the amount. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I'm like guys. Like Zoom was uploading. It just you know how it needs to update. And they're like, <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure,
2: doesn't at all. Yeah. That's gonna be a big thing working with a family member. Good for you. Yeah, it's good in the sense that we still talk every day. Like I send her yes. every every video I get. I like when I want to post, I show it to her first, and Ooh, she's like, yes or. Key. No, and so I'm like she's already been doing that for a year so I'm like I should start paying you for that but then also you want to take over my scheduling and like buying my flights and getting my hotels and that's like huge. so much off my plate it's huge great.
1: yeah I'm I'm happy for you that you had yeah, that too because
2: we're close for that like she helps me with all of my girl problems I'm always like I'll be like hey when's my meeting also she hasn't texted me back yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's great though but she's always usually usually talking me off a cliff like You're overthinking. That's Mm. that's her thing that she always says to me is you're overthinking.
1: And you're like, but what if I'm not?
2: And then I sent her like screenshots of texts, like with this girl I was seeing from before to now. And she goes, oh, there's been a drop off for sure. She's like, there is a drop off. It went from flirting to friends really quick.
1: Did she say where the drop, what happened with the drop off?
2: With her? Yeah. 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 We actually, it's very fresh. Uh, It was funny that, that I was, we were like together together till when I was supposed to do this the first time. Yes. And I was like, I can't wait to talk about her. Right. And I'm so glad. I- <laughs> totally. But we met and she had just moved back from another country and uh, we met, like I met like a month after she moved back mm. and she wasn't even, she didn't have an apartment yet. She's staying with family. And then um, we got into it really quick per her pacing. Right. It was very like, you're my boyfriend now, like mm. this and that, this and that. And I was like, all right, I'm feeling it. This is, a, I think this is an amazing person. And then I was on the road for like three weeks, and I was like, I was feeling the drop, and I was like, we should Facetime more, and it was like maybe tomorrow. And it was like, all right, you
1: know, when you know, yeah. it's like even if you're our sub, like you just have, especially with something where someone's like pulling away, because you're like, okay, the tempo, there's just a shift in yep. the pattern, mm-hmm. a change in the pattern, yeah. And then people are like, what are you talking about? I'm fine. And then that's really hard.
2: Yeah, I used to be like, I used to get like four babies a day. Now I got zero. You know, like, yeah. And so and I'm uh, counting,
1: I and I get, y- you feel it.
2: Yeah, and I got back, and I bought. because She's like, I had a custom gift made for you before I left, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get her something, right? So I got her like, uh, I got her a bracelet from Tiffany's. Oh no, which I thought I know, which my it was my sister's advice. It's a good gift, but Great my mother was like, there's too much too soon. I go, I didn't know what else to get. I was afraid she was gonna get me like, some huge, you right. know? And uh, what she got me was like a custom painting, which was really cool. Uh, but I get back from that, and we have a, a date for like get a drink. After I got back for three weeks, because we were supposed to we were gonna hang out the day I got back, but she's like, I'm too tired. And I'm like, mm. Okay, after I've been gone for three weeks, right? Like, I, t- I got an earlier flight, but that's okay, right? And I knew something was up. We get there and she's like, I do. I want to talk about a couple things, um but let's get a drink first. And then it took way too long to get a drink. So the whole time I'm like, so, How's your family? Right. Uh, you try to
1: make small talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then
2: the drinks got. We like cheers. I'm like, Okay, go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. She's like,
2: I'm not. I'm think I'm not ready for something serious yet. And the way I want to be with you is like, <sighs> yeah. And I was like, All right. I mean, you started it, and. Then and so i was pretty upset i was pretty upset and now we're still we're talking again still like, do you feel like you would have rather had to do it over like text or like email or giving you more of a heads up i she's like i felt bad because you're on the road i didn't want to mess up your shows and i go mm. you messed it up with me just leaving it in the air and right. me knowing something was up i called her straight up and was like hey something's going on she's like no it's not like everything's fine i just i'm feeling a little bit weird because i'm moving and new job and this and that and this and that i go oh, okay well that I, that's why when i told her when we were having dinner i was like that was your chance Yes, that was me saying something's up and you going, OK, cool. You brought it up. I can bring I can talk about it without any harm. I'm not being the asshole. Right. But
1: because it takes up so much more headspace, too. And then you're like, you're right. I'm being crazy. And then an hour after the
2: conversation, you're like, "Or not. Yeah, pretty much. Or I was not. like, I feel better. And then it just that weaned off real quick. Right. I'm like, I'm back to feeling like you don't like me again. Right.
1: Exactly. And I hate
2: feeling that way because I'm not like of that course. insecure of a person. But when someone makes me insecure, I'm like totally. Yeah. Right. Because you're get like real itchy.
1: Me and my girlfriend have this rule where she, or she was like, "Okay, if one of us says like a lie," this was like more geared towards me because, but uh, she was like, "One of us says a lie, like we've got two days to to say it, and then it'll like make it like way less of it, like a two day honesty thing. Like if we didn't, we did something or something
2: weird, we got two days." Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. hey, remember when I said that was fine earlier? It kind of actually did bug me, right? Type of thing. Ah, uh, that or if it was like a blatant lie,
1: like I lied about something. I was, I got these, I. But these like, vitamin injections online, and I said I wasn't gonna do it anymore because it's super freaking sketchy. And then I lied about it. Uh, and then a, we were in the car, and a TikTok popped up with someone like taking vitamin injections. And then I like hit it, and she was like, <sighs> and then I was like, I did them again. And she was like, when? And I was like, two weeks ago. Wow.
2: It's just stupid. The algorithm told on you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oof, oof. My algorithm's gonna be like, my girlfriend's gonna be like, have you been cheating on me with big busty blondes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> no. <I'm laughs> no. Scrolling fast.
1: I'm busy on the go and don't always have time to go to the grocery store and pick out what I'm going to eat for the week. Thankfully, I found ButcherBox. They take the guesswork out of shopping and cooking with a great selection of fish, chicken, beef, and more. And their cuts of meat are always way better than anything I would find in the grocery store. I love their chicken thighs. Best chicken thighs I've ever had. I swear on my mom. With ButcherBox, you can easily find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. I can get 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood delivered straight to my doorstep. I don't even have to mess with going to the store. Plus, they have free shipping always. And because this is really important to me, with ButcherBox, all the meat is humanely raised. That means no antibiotics or added hormones. You can curate and customize what you want in each box, and if you're feeling uninspired in the kitchen, they have an entire catalog of delicious recipes to get you started. All I have to think about is what I'm going to binge watch on tv while i enjoyed butcher box's high quality cuts sign up at butcherbox.com ama and get our special deal butcher box is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional twenty dollars off choose salmon chicken breast or steak tips free in every order for a year sign up today at butcherbox.com ama and use code ama to choose your free for a year offer plus get twenty dollars off your first order Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, now we have our listener email in our section called, Why Do Men? Dear Emma and Man, today's man is Jeff R. Curry. Check him out online. His clips are so funny. He's on tour. You on to tour coming up, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Touring all over the place. Okay. Dear Emma and Man. Why do some men think it's okay to hug a female coworker? I love a good handshake, but sometimes at conferences, a man will shake hands with all my colleagues, then attempt to hug me, even if we've never met. I'm friendly, but not that friendly. Same thing happens at office happy hours, too. Why and how do men become, where's my hug, guys? Sincerely, a betch with boundaries.
2: Mm. Whew. Two things on that, my opinion. One, Please. The guys that hug women I think are a little more Innocent than I wouldn't want to Lump them in with the Where's my hug guys Where's my hug guys Are the <laughs> <laughs> type, creepiest Types of dudes Where they're like You owe me this Yeah, Sh- yeah that's a that's, good point They should be separated <laughs> That's a really good point I yeah. used to for sure I mean I'm mean, even Like uh, like starting comedy I remember like I remember catching that With like a female friend that's Of mine That's such a good point You're right Was, was her being like I was like eh, It's weird that uh, I, I shake hands with everybody That's how I say hi to everybody
1: Same I always Hey good to <clears> see you I'll do it And sometimes like like women will almost be like oh what but not so much now but I always do the handshake good to see yeah. you a little pat shoulder yeah. pat yeah
2: I don't I don't gender the hello mm-hmm. but it is it, I think that's an old schooler thing like I was raised kissing women on the cheek saying hello like a hug and the kiss on the cheek mm-hmm. like the side kiss thing Italian yeah, yeah, yeah. nice uh, but yeah even outside of that too it was always like the mm-hmm. on the side of the cheek and then shaking the man's hand or a hug that was it but I think it's definitely a generational thing and like how you were raised and some people think it's like a respect thing like oh you hug you hug a lady you know what mm. I mean I think there's innocence to it to a degree mm-hmm. but the where's my hug guy there's there's that's just can I touch you for a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I've been waiting for this and you're like Ugh. yeah that's the same guy that gives you massage like you're so tense right and You're like, you're like typing on a computer like <laughs> no I had a guy do that to me he was very straight but he would come huh? to me every now and then and I didn't mind it at all he, <laughs> he Say he would say, "Where's my hug?" No, he'd be like, "He's like, how you doing?" You, I like, go, "I'm fine." And he'd be like, "You seem a little angry today." And then he'd be like, you're "Like massage?" I go, those feel good?" I'll yeah, yeah, honest. yeah. You know he's what? Got, this guy's got some thumbs on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like,
1: I am a little tense actually. Now that you <laughs> yeah. mention it, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a yeah. The "Where's my hug?" guys is uh, that, and then there's also the "Can I get a hug?" which I feel like is in the middle between it. but it's not like because the hug just is a hug, go in for it. But then if there's like a pause and a wait, and they're like, "Can I let me get a get get a hug?"
2: And then the, where's my hug? Oh, uh, where's my hug is Now you're gross fucking
1: sentence. gross.
2: Yeah, but I think it is definitely like uh I think there's an innocence to it of like it's just but I would that's why I should mention just standardized just like handshakes for everybody, especially in in a in a colleague environment where everyone's kind of lateral in terms of that like Absolutely. You know, it's kind it's just yeah, just just shake a, shake a damn hand. Shake
1: a damn hand. Do you think that cuz and the truth is is b- Brownies are a beautiful thing. So if someone goes to hug you and you shake their, you go to shake their hand and then they're like, what? Fuck them. Yeah, right. Easier, easy for me to say sitting from the, com- Not, I'm not in the work environment. So I don't know what it would be like in real time. And I'm a, I'm someone that's like a people pleaser. So it's like, I could see that being very difficult to do. Someone sent me the, I got the wrong dish at a restaurant the other day. Wouldn't return it. Yeah. So yeah. My girlfriend was like, that's not what you ordered. And I was like, I'm not.
2: How different was it though? Pretty different. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I ordered ch- chicken and I got some polenta thing.
2: Oh, it was really? Fun. I
1: like that too. Yeah, that's
2: See, yeah, I would rather do that too cuz I'm like I don't want to make you wait for your food. I'll just eat this. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not it doesn't take me. I was
1: think. like I probably said polenta when I she was like you didn't. And I was like I don't she was like you're probably taking it from someone else. Someone else is unhappy right now with chicken. And I was like I uh-huh. just want to eat this. Back off. It's the Cheesecake Factory. It was really busy. I love that place. Whatever.
2: Thank what you. What do you prefer? Do you prefer hugs or handshakes? I like handshakes, but I don't mind hugs. I don't mind hugs either. If it's like from someone I know, like, Yeah, you know, I kind of let them, I let the other person
1: lead, I think because I'm such a masculine energy like that it, I don't know. I think there's a certain things that I just don't get that don't come my way that do to more like feminine people. Sometimes I, if a guy seems uncomfortable with me, like if he like, kind of is like, like I'll actually go out of my way to like pat him a little more, like, or like, I'll be like, oh, it's so nice to meet you, like whatever. And I'll like smile, like something if it's in a work thing and I'm maybe trying to like, I don't know, like, I don't know, just like win someone over. Maybe like I'll make more of an effort to be almost a little more touchy, but I would only do that to a guy. But I feel like safe doing that because I'm masculine. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. But I've seen and I don't get a lot. Actually, I've never gotten where's my hug. No one has ever said that to me. <laughs> that was, it was not High once. five! Come on. Yeah, no one. I've been. Um... <laughs> you know what it's asking
2: for <laughs> huggers. They know where it is. Yeah, there's
1: like, and I'm there, like they're trying to get one for my girlfriend. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, and they're like, not you. My, we went into a comedy show a while ago, and my girlfriend, I was on stage, and so she was talking to like a guy comedian. And she was like, he was, he did the, where's my hug? And it's like a, she was like, it wasn't creepy though. And we both like are like really like him a lot. So we were just like laughing about it. And I was like, she was like, he's a big hugger, huh? And I was like, um, I've actually known him for years and we've, I've never, we've never done a hug, never Never hug. And she was like, Oh. And I was like, yeah, but I'm glad that I'm glad he was hugging you. But yeah, I've never gotten a where's my hug ever. I think it might be like a how you're raised type of thing.
2: You know, totally. I
1: think there is that. Right. And it definitely is, would be something. I don't think people would say it's like, I are a masculine, energy person. Where's my hug? I don't think. Yeah. Have people done it to you where they're like, yeah, where's my hug? Oh, maybe. Maybe like a really friendly. I I can't recall it, but I'm picturing like a like maybe a real friendly guy. Hey, yeah, where's my hug,
2: buddy? Uh, not where. Where is it? Yeah, they wouldn't say where is it. No, it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of like guys get do a lot here. of this, slap the hands and then bring it in.
1: Yeah, but
2: i have never I'm never I never get been beckoned with the hands. You know? <laughs> yeah, get over here. Get and over I'm like, here.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, it's my big time. Oh, it's nice to feel safe. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Now we have a section called Emma's Dilemma. This is my dilemma. I got one today. There's a temperature problem in my apartment. It's my girlfriend wants it freezing cold. I like it at least medium warm every night. I'm freezing. I'm so cold and I'm deferring to letting it be her temperature because I don't know, but I'm freezing. And she was like, it's easier to like put things on. And I, I got a, like a, a sauna blanket. I wrap myself in that, but it's cold as like Satan's anus. It's freezing in the apartment. And I'm just like. I'm at my breaking point. I'm freezing over here. What would you do?
2: I I think you got to concede it because <sighs> I, I you can wrap yourself up more and you can make yourself cooler by just exposing yourself a little bit. But I like it cold too, so I'm already <laughs> on her side. I like it real cold. I run hot.
1: This is and but I've also started getting a little mean because I started being like Like it'll be freezing and I'll be like, I'm worried about you. I think something's maybe wrong with you (laughs) that this is like what you're comfortable with because this is insane. How cold are we talking? It's pretty cold. Like we'll have the window open and I'm like, I don't know if there's a difference between in here and out there.
2: The winter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, you know 45 degrees 55 degrees it's like a but, cryo chamber so it depends too i go back and forth it depends like if i'm at a hotel sometimes i'll pop that sucker up to 76 me and like too. just be in my undies and lay like yeah. over the covers laying down
1: there's no rules in a hotel room
2: no oh yeah i love that but then sometimes i'm like i want to make it like crisp in here and then mm-hmm. have like the layers under the like i like sleeping just just in undies and like all the all the blankets curled up to my neck like and it's better for you is it cold Suppose being in the cold i mean I, I, you know actually she told me that so i don't know Oh. Ooh,
1: this could be a, I, I, maybe oh. I'm catching something here. It's a lie, but I think she cited some studies. Or you ever something. have
2: those like where you carry through your whole life because your mom told you when you were 10 and you're like, <laughs> no, actually that's what it is. Right. I always thought that about, I think it was belly buttons. The doctor determines what kind of belly button you have.
1: Wait, I think that's true, right? Is it, they cut true? it Wait, or is it not true? I don't know. Actually. I don't think it is.
2: That's the thing oh. is, I remember I got into a huge debate and then like, where'd you hear that?" I go, oh, my sister when I was five. And Fuck, I just yeah. always <laughs> thought that for forever. And then we were Googling it or whatever it was, but it was like, it falls out in its own way. Mm. But I was like, I, it's funny to think that there's doctors that get to design your baby's belly. Right. Every one of them is and just someone's like, like, what are you talking about? Here's my signature. <laughs>
1: right. Like yeah. that.
2: And they have a little J or something. Yeah. Like
1: that. Dr. Johnson, you got him too. <laughs> yeah. Anything your sister would have told you, an s- older sister?
2: Yeah. All both yeah. were older. So I just had to believe everything always. Totally. Always.
1: And then you're like, "Go!" Oh. I remember my dad actually, he still says that he's a, he's a He's a vegetarian but he eats chicken and fish and people go, "Well, your dad's not a vegetarian." And I go, "He is a vegetarian cuz he's ever since I was little he's like, I'm a vegetarian, but I, I do eat chicken and fish." So I would I know it's not right, but right. the my entire life I've been like, "Oh yeah, my dad is a vegetarian, but chicken and fish one. they're like, so that's a pescatarian or whatever." And I'm like, "Not with him." Not he's, even. Cuz it's he, chicken. It's chicken. But he is a veget he's a vegetarian who eats chicken and
2: fish. How often is he eating? Is he like is it the chicken sprinkled in or is it like he's eating he's eating breast every day? I bet he eats it four times a week. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah. But he's
1: a vegetarian. Uh, he is ever since I was. I'm I'm 37 now. He's. I've, I've I've heard that in my. So it's things get so ingrained in your head. Huh. Because it he'll say it. It rolls right off the tongue. We'll go to a restaurant and he'll go. Well, he'll be like, oh, I'm vegetarian. by chicken and fish.
2: That's interesting. My sister just quit being a vegan after 12 years. Really? Mm-hmm. She feel better. I, I I think so. I don't know. Good for it's her for committing she,
1: to it though. Like I, anyone that can commit to something like that in the name of like improving themselves, I am so impressed.
2: Oh, it was it was like adamant. Like we couldn't have we couldn't like we had pizza at our place with all the kids and stuff. Like you couldn't have pepperoni on any other pizza. When and it then got she there.
1: switched it up.
2: Now she switched it up. Now they're making she's making chili. and <laughs> All meat my, all my the time My nephew's eating burgers Like, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> He can't stop Yeah What made her stop What made her switch it I think it was I, I never really got into it with her Yeah But I think it was like um, You know She just had a third kid And I think the doctor Was probably like Hey for development You should really start Doing this And then she just switched Imagine really
1: that That third kid Turns out totally different Than the other two It's
2: like 6'5 Right they're both sh- like shorter kids, like in, their- in terms of their percentile. So it would be funny if they just have a- just <laughs> one of the kids is just like super tall and like successful and the other two are like... <laughs> I don't mean No, they're, they're great kids. They're smart. And I love them.
1: Do you like have like dream jobs you want them to be? I want my niece to be a dermatologist so bad. Whoa, really? Specific. Yeah, I've thought so much about it because it's like a dermatologist is like you're a doctor, but you don't have to like necessarily see all the same trauma as other doctors. I feel like the hours are a little better. I bet you get bugged more as a derma. probably' 'cause people are like is What this? is this? Yeah. Yeah. You know? But still or like a lawyer. Well, not, maybe not a lawyer, but I'd love if she's a dermatologist and I would love it if she married a like maybe another like a, another dermatologist.
2: Yeah, that'd be, I mean, I don't know. I want them to get all just all get jobs and skill trades. Yes. Just really, you know safe, secure jobs. Absolutely. It's the older I get, the more I realize what my parents were talking about. Like, just, just, uh, you know, don't follow your dreams because I don't want you sad. I don't want you to be, you know, 43 and, you know, living in Moe's apartment from The Simpsons, you know?
1: hundred percent. It's like safe, secure, good hours, benefits. Yeah. 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 Okay, maybe she could do one of those things too. She's always six now, so I've got time to pepper it in her ear. <laughs> there you go. I think, she, <laughs> yeah, she has time to decide. She's got time to A decide. A little bit. Now we have our section called Ask Jeff Anything. This is the part of the show where we try to get a little deeper inside the male mind with some questions from my guests. Do your crowd work skills on stage translate to dating or making new friends?
2: Ooh, um, I feel like they hurt them. What? I think that m- what I put up on like me doing crowd work, which is just uh, on, you know, on a Celsius caffeine drink. Oh my God, I just quit best. that myself. I do. I still I'm good for one a day.
1: Okay, I feel, I was drinking three a day, and I was so, I love them so much, though. And I don't drink alcohol, so I was just letting myself drink as many as I wanted,
2: but. There's diminishing returns, I think, after, like, the second one. Yeah,
1: can confirm, But
2: I'll, like, find, that's where I think a lot of my relationships only last a couple months, Mm. because um, I fear that, and it could just be me thinking this, but that that I'm going to be like that all the time,
0: Uh. inquisitive
2: and witty, when it's really, like, I'm also, like, sometimes spacey and in my head, and. I'm not always just like, you know, making their friends laugh. So it's not all that. (laughs) But I do think, I mean, I more or less just brought, I brought who I am to the stage is what I think the success I've been having is, is like how I talk Uh, like as a normal person. Yes, which is
1: really actually so hard to do. I think so. It's really, it takes a lot of time and trust. And like, that's something I feel like, it's like a gift between like the audience is giving too because it's like them responding to you and you to that. It's like such a dance where then it's like you like can be yourself.
2: Yeah, where you're just talking, where you, no one else is around you except you and that person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. And I like and doing it And weaving
1: everyone into it too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, because then you get an immediate response to a conversation. Right. You know, it's like an automatic, like, it's like having an audience in there for a podcast type of thing mm-hmm. where you get that reaction to it. And I don't know, but I've, I've definitely felt like, I've gone on dates where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to do all of this. Like, mm. where it's them being like, no, go. Right. I'm so hot. So I get to just sit here now. And I'm like, oh, so you have any dreams? Like, right. There's some dates where I'm like, you would never, if you didn't DM me, and was like, we should go out. Like, hit me up a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I was on the street or at the bar, you would never in a million years. Like, you deserve to be with the 6'6 finance guy. Like, no, ah, no, 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 no. I'm no. not even saying that. Like, I, I, I just mean, like, I think that their insecurities of me or my insecurities of them, like, not wanting to really date me mm-hmm. come t- to life after, like, one or two dates where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is uh, – I'm an interesting guy to you right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely not your type. That's interesting. I'm definitely not a lot of people – a lot of girls – Classic types, really? and I've been told that like I typically don't, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you, I made you laugh on the internet. What do they mean that you're not? They'd be like, you're not typically my
1: type. What's what's their type?
2: I've had they're, that come that come at me kind of backhanded, sure. where I'm like, I slowly find out that they like you know six six Greek men, Ugh. and I'm like, okay, so you just you're like a tall chiseled guy, right? And I'm kind of a flamboyant short fun dude. <laughs> And so, I think everyone's always their biggest critic. I will definitely say that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you gotta break. You gotta break the mold a little bit, and you know, maybe I'm like the guy that they've been. They thought they wanted that, and then they. But no, it's none of them stick.
1: <laughs> it's tough. I can see. It. I'm surprised that is like that's really interesting about it. Actually, like making it being a challenge because I could also see it too get with someone being expecting that like level of onness, and then like when you're like, okay, I'm just being myself now. They're like, oh, something wrong. Oh yeah. Are you not as into me? Because like a second ago, you're you were with the that dentist from Kansas. You had like you're like pew 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 pew. Yeah. And you're like, well, now I'm not. Now it's like a two way thing. I've also had
2: it go the other way, Mm. where um they're like, oh, you're kind of like this, huh? And I'm like, yeah, well, (laughs) I told you who I am, kind of like where I am, kind of like I still do make jokes and I am right. I am still pretty silly in person and goofy on dates, and but I'm also I've learned. To that's, I have to do that because I'd rather them know who I am right away than yes. like me trying to be this like, so, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I used to always try to just like, just try to make someone like me, but then I would never be like, Oh wait, do I, do we have anything in common? Do I like them? Yes. This isn't sustainable. I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm pretending I'm not like, what yeah. am I doing
2: over here? Yeah. That's, it's such a relief when you do find somebody that you're like, Oh, I can just talk and hang out. And this is actually fun. And I'm not like having to put on like ironing my shirt and just like. I hope she likes this outfit this is right. the, you know what i mean like that's still there's still fun to that part of it where you want to impress them and stuff but as long as i can still be myself that's the only way i want to be absolutely a i can't pretend
1: absolutely if or when you eventually have kids what kind of parent do you think you'll be and would you would you be a different type of dad to a boy versus to a girl that's tough
2: Ooh, tough question that's um, tough. um I don't think so, honestly. I think that one thing that I've always thought about is if 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 I do have kids, is I'm I look forward to being able to just talk to them, mm. like just be able to be like, hey, like actually talk about feelings. Never really got that with my parents where we sat down and like, hey, how does this That's make insane. you feel, or how does like. How is this going? Like, for real, let's have a real conversation. It was always like an avoidant conversation where it's always like, is that going good? And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. And it's <clears throat> all right. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, you're dating anybody. But it was all like, especially the men in my life would always be like, hey, any girls, you kissing any girls in school? And it's like, I can't be like, well, there's one girl I really like the way she her handwriting. Right. You know, <laughs> right. I can't. So I'm like, oh, yeah, OK. You should only boys. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of that in, from Long Island and stuff but i would want to just be able to have the open conversation that i i wasn't able to have with my parents like being able to just fully talk to them my sister does that with her mm. her my niece all the time where i see her like have a legitimate conversation with like she's very straightforward like if she, she doesn't call it like a wee wee right she's like if she stepped on me when she was like 2 3 years old she like stepped on me like as walking over me and i go oof like that and she right. goes i'm sorry did i step on your penis and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, doctor. Like yeah, yeah. it was insane. It was insane, but I, I appreciate that because it's Absolutely. almost better than like mystifying it.
1: Right. She's like, oh, sorry. I stuff on your wee wee, ding dong, little Henry, yeah, yeah. big pop up, whatever, or whatever. I like, I'm mean sure you the you didn't say that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, my girlfriend always said, always said she felt hurt as a kid, and I. Can't relate uh, to that at all.
2: I didn't feel seen nor heard. Seen nor heard. I wasn't there. Oh yeah, I did a th- I did a joke one time where uh, I was always doing like little pranks. I drew a picture of my face crudely, and we we're at the dinner table. I was on the end seat, and uh, my joke was I was never. No one ever paid attention to me. If I got laughs, that's the only time I would get attention. Mm. So here I am. Right. But <laughs> I drew a picture of my face. I taped it onto a balloon, and then I when I was at the dinner table, everyone was talking. My sisters were all talking. And I tape the balloon to my chair. I slide under the table and I go up to my room mm. and I go, this is gonna be so funny when they see my crudely drawn face. And it like, it took much longer than I thought it was going to <laughs> for them to notice. I remember being up there for like minute six. I'm like, wait, for real? Like, right. And then it was like, at like after like eight minutes, they go, what is this? And they start laughing and I come down and I'm like, haha. But like in my heart, I was like, I was thinking maybe a minute tops. Absolutely. But there was just a balloon there until they're like, you want some more? That's not our son. Right. You know?
1: What'd you do with you? who are You'll oh, do. Yeah.
2: I got yeah. lost. I got lost a lot as a kid. Lost all the time where I just walk away from my family. They wouldn't mm. notice for like an hour all the time. Do you, do you think it was just because you
1: were the youngest kid? Yeah. And yeah. I was the quietest. I was mm. the quietest,
2: the youngest, the smallest. Like, yeah. But now look at me. I'm, right. I'm loud i was i was
1: uh i was a pretty loud kid but i I definitely was not a herd i mean the idea of how are you feeling or what do you think it was more like what did you do and it it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because then like if someone's like what did you do i mean i did get in trouble a lot as a kid and but it's like then you i feel like i don't know when someone comes at you with that energy then you're more likely to also get in trouble
2: what did you do what do you mean by that like what like
1: they'd be like i would get in i would just get in trouble a lot like i would like like it would always be me either being like um like cheating on a test or like if I would get in trouble it would never be like definitely not um innocent until proven guilty. I was very like a guilty ca- or like even I remember for my graduation it was like 2 days before I graduated high school and my dad was like haven't graduated yet like there's still time to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I know and then I actually did get in trouble. That's the only reason I remember it. That was totally on me, but I just remember like there was just like this like it wasn't like – it's not like, hey, how are you doing? Are you excited about – I mean, my, I have great parents. I don't want to –
2: but it's like – Yeah, there's a lot of mistakes that that yeah. are made with that. Like uh, like as I was an introverted kid because I didn't get that attention, so I was like, all right, I'll just be quiet in my room. Right. And like, even like when you come out of your – if you come out of your room and then they're like, oh, there we go. Look who decided. There's finally right. – and then you go, well, I'm going right back in there. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. way I'm recharging. And
1: they don't realize how that,
2: that can hurt.
1: Like, right you're like you know how much I had to pump myself up to walk out of this damn room yeah, right where right. I was safe are you still I I actually recharge from one-on-one time or being alone do you, are you still introverted oh, I
2: love one-on-one like uh, oh, solo time yes. I, I I need time alone to just go and then I'll be like okay I need to go do I need hey who wants lunch who needs yes. to, like I'll have those moments but I will usually do it at night is I'll with my comedy I'll say hi to everybody I'll ask them about their day like their their week their yep. road travels this and that and then I go home and I'm like well, I need to not talk to anybody now same. Like I exhaust that meter pretty quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. I go, I gotta
2: regroup. Yeah. But I gotta, I go gotta regroup socially and yes. then I can I need to recharge. It's being an an outgoing introvert. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yep. Somebody said I was an extrovert and I'm like, I don't think I am really. And
1: they're like, What? What? You're loud. Or what that's what I've got. <clears> and then I'm like, nah, but I I gotta for every one hour of talk time, I gotta do at least forty five minutes of me
2: sit time. Yeah. And I'll still do like I'll do dad joke stuff. But like like, you know, if my serotonin's up i'll be silly at the coffee shop right you know where i'm like uh like someone for jeff and i go i'm not but i'll take it (laughs) like i'll do those type of things if i'm in a good mood (laughs) right 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 but typically no like if somebody like yeah i if i'm like in my zone or like i'm not being social then i the headphones on means i can't hear even if i can i'm like i'll just pretend like i can't hear anybody right now yep i gotta regroup yeah
1: have any friends that you'd be worried to introduce to someone you're dating because they would reflect badly on you oh so many <laughs> oh this is the first time we've asked that question <laughs> yeah. oh, of course
2: yeah, we, we, we worked in the state of comedy true
1: true yeah fair, fair.
2: i talked to her about how i've like weaned her i was weaning her into my friends she's like can't wait to meet them and i'm like give me a few more weeks right. like i need i need to really like build build their case for them yes yeah, see and i like
1: have- tried running but I didn't know if it was like a I've like my girlfriend's friends usually like my friends take explaining where I'll be like I have to build the case for them before you meet i like so we're friends from like this like support group and like yes they have like face they don't talk to them about cats but like they're great like might seem a little off but yeah
2: you got to build the case you, up. you do have to explain them a little bit like but they are such a good guy right, right. they're such a good guy i promise you like that's the but they're really going to come off crass and right. rude and whatever it may be and they have
1: a hard time making eye contact with people don't they can't go to detroit anymore but when you t- if you get them on the subject of uh, cookies couldn't be nicer nice guy
2: yeah i had somebody she introduced me like to a friend and she's like i know he's so weird this and that and i go that's like the nicest person I know. <laughs> yeah, that's the best person I've ever met. Compared to the people, like my best friend is gonna co- look like shit compared to the right. guy that you are afraid to introduce me to. Uh, yeah, but for sure that does happen. Like, but I, but not to the point where if they were to be like, I don't want you hanging out with them. i be like, oh, cool then. I don't want to hang out with you. Hundred percent. It's insane. You right.
1: Know? Because yeah. you
2: are who your friends are. I have dated girls sometimes where I've met their friends and I'm like, yikes. Mm. Like, but also I've realized how I didn't like that girl because as soon as her so, so-and-so like best friend left, she like decided to talk the world of shit about her. Mm. And I'm like. Red flag. Huge red flag. Then I'm like, oh, okay. You're going to definitely do this with me. hundred percent. You know, like that's the person that you share everything with and you're like, oh, and guess what? She did this, this and that. And I'm right. like, do they want me to know this? Right. You know?
1: Yeah, that's a bit, someone respecting, having like a respect and admiration for their friends too, like, is a that's a nice, very nice thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The person I was dating most recently was, uh, great groups of people. Like that's great nice. Great friends. All the best things to say about her. I was like, oh man, I don't deserve this. And then right. I didn't, so it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Right. Wasn't meant to be. Who knows? What's the manliest thing you've ever done? How proud of it are
2: you? I would say on a, on a regular basis, I'm always looking for a man moment, you know, mm. like on the uh, uh, airports, I get to thrive. Um, like if a little old lady is coming on with a carry on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am. I am I ready to this. go. I am ready to yep. go, dude, where I'm like, I, I, can, can I please? Or like off the baggage claim thing. I'm like, I got it. And then it's like heavier than I think. I'm, like, <laughs> eh. uh, I'm always looking for a moment for that. But the manliest thing, like changing a tire on a highway is pretty cool. Oh, that's that. huge. You've yeah. done that before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Your oh, yeah, car ca- broke? I got car down. With, with a little, I put a little black on my face just to get a little <laughs> emphasis. Yeah, yeah. We call it mascara in yeah. our department. Uh, but mainly, besides that. You're besides the highway and you changed a tire? Yeah, I've changed a tire a couple times. Really? On the highway, yeah. Yeah. It felt pretty cool. That's like, incredible. Doing whole, yeah. My dad was adamant that I learned, and I'm so glad he did. Yes. Because he was like, you're going to, and I was like, I'm going to pay somebody. Right. There. Right. But that, and then I like fixed cab, fixed my cabinets in my apartment. Nice. Hung a shelf once, nice. Fell off the next day because you have to do. I didn't know what studs were, so I just screwed holes into the wall. Put books on it. I come back. I was like, somebody robbed me, but took none of anything. (laughs) Yeah, why didn't they they take any of my stuff? Smacked my shelves down and then didn't take my books. Changing a tire is huge. It's it's not. It's really easy. Really, it's so much easier than people think. It's just a three step process. Oh, it's it all right, maybe
1: I'll try to learn it. Because if I changed a tire by the side of the road, I would I would never stop talking about it.
2: You should you should learn how to do it. It's very easy. Like all the tools are in your trunk. And then all you have to do is remember is like the the bolts, you can't take them off in a row. You have to take them off like diagonally. Okay. Because otherwise, the, it's like all the weights displace. I have a hard time with diagonals. Really?
1: Don't know what it is.
2: Oh, that. Okay. Up yeah, I know about a, that. I know about that. It's the one that.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I get, you know what it is? I just got to believe I can do it. And Dick, like, sure. I can do this. I can do
2: this. I, I would believe that you could get a tire. You could change a tire if you needed to. But you don't know where to put the jack. That's the one thing. There's always like a big, a big, like pipe. Now I'm going to say. I don't know where to
1: put the freaking tire. I wouldn't even know. I mean, they keep the tire in the back. I know it goes on the thing. And then
2: there's the donut. That's the donut. The donut is the tire. Fuck, I'm already fucking it The donut is a spare tire. that You're not supposed to go on a highway. You're supposed to just use that to get off the highway and then go find somewhere to change your tire. But I've traveled pretty far on the road. I used to work the road like on a donut where I'm like, come on, baby. Right. Come on. I'm going to go 10 under the speed limit. Just right. please be nice to me. We got
1: this. We're going to yeah. make it work. I need to
2: get this gig and the money from it to get right. a tire. <laughs> I,
1: need this t- I need this tire. Are there any deal breakers where you wouldn't go on a first date with someone even though you found them attractive?
2: Oh, so let's say hypothetically I was being set up with somebody.
1: Mm. Have you been set up before? Yeah. I think that's like a fun, it's a big risk for the person doing that. I've set up people twice and it's so fun to do, but then I feel so responsible if someone is like, just for how it goes, I guess. Well, that
2: was the thing about, and I I don't want to keep harping on this thing, but it's so fresh, was I was set up by a comic friend of ours. That's so nice. With her. That's a
1: great way to meet someone.
2: It was. And it really, I was like, I can't believe how well this is going. Right. And it was so great. And then when it kind of ended, um, which is not over, over, um, it's just she wanted to take it slow. And so I was like, but I go, but I hate taking steps back in a relationship.
1: Totally agree. And also, you have to protect yourself too, because it's like you don't want to be like, okay, we'll take it slow. Like I'll just be you. You're like, okay, like let me process this
2: how I want. Because you can't not internalize that in some way. When someone's like, oh, we're going too fast, and it's like, oh, okay, you saw me, felt it, and then now you don't, which means I don't know. It it could be a number of things. Totally. He set us up, and that was pretty great. Um, And I was not expecting that. I was like, I'm just gonna go home, but I'll see if she wants to grab a drink on the way home. Mm -hmm. and We were out to like 4 a.m. just Mm -hmm. talking. It was great. Um, But. Would there be a thing where I wouldn't want to meet somebody? Like, how about an example?
1: I guess it would be, it'd have to be like, uh, if like if you meet someone on an app, like something they would say. Like, I guess are there any deal breakers where like a, like an interest or something, like where
2: you'd be like, I don't know. But I guess that'd be if someone had an interest that was like mean. If somebody has like, if they have like a Bible quote in their profile, mm. it, no matter how gorgeous they are, if I've had that before, where they're like, can we get a drink afterwards? And I'm like, I look and it was like, you know, Isaiah 517. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. Like where you, you needed to be known that you're religious. Right. It's one thing to believe in certain things, whatever you want to do. But it's another thing to be like, oh, this is pretty much part of my lifestyle.
1: Especially on a dating app is an interesting place to display that. It,
2: but you know what though? If if she finds a guy that he's like, oh my God, I have this quote. True. And it's like, good. You found each other.
1: True. Put yeah. it out there. That's know? true. They can make that. My tattoo is Isaiah 316.
2: Yeah. But like based on that, like if I were to be set up on a date, I don't. Would you? Did you grow up religious? To a degree, but I was always questioning it as a kid. Mm. I always wondered, like, why is ours the right one? You know? Oh, good question. I asked my uncle that, and I remember he. I remember, like, I remember his look on his face was like, I was like, oh shit, Oops. he's not allowed to answer this for me because mm. it was like I, I didn't want to ask my mom because she was always just like, it is what it is. Like you don't question it this is what it is and then I was like talking to my uncle I'm like what but there's so many different religions when right I was right and he's like you should probably talk to your mom about that and right I, I just never did yeah you're like she sent me over to you so I got in trouble in church a lot like church like the what we call it communion but it was like a Catholic school mm-hmm. like where you go after school and we would, I would do that and then I'd get in trouble so much because I like That's, ask questions or like joke around
1: too it's much. so because I didn't go to my parents were not religious at all so I didn't have, then I like became like very spiritual, but it was purely because I got to find it on my own. But I think it's so interesting, like, because to me, like asking questions, if anything would bring someone closer to like finding a faith or whatever that would work for, or for, work for them. Like if someone can't answer questions about it, it's like, do you even believe in it yourself then?
2: Yeah. Because that was the thing too, is I was a kid. I was like, was there really a big whale that small on the guy? And then now I look back at it as like, oh, that's all just, you know. What is it, hyperbole? Yeah, I think so. Or whatever the word is. Uh, it's just like telling a story, but there's a message in the right. story. And that it's one. like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it. It really right. didn't happen. There wasn't, per se, an apple. But there are people who are like, no, there was a whale. Right. Oh, there was an And arc. it was a big whale. Yeah. Big were, whale, big ark. Oh, the ark was, was, it was the hitch. Right. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> the best ark.
1: <laughs> What's the most emotional you've ever gotten over something totally trivial?
2: The most emotional I've gotten. Or something totally trivial. Okay. That's
1: such a thing about like where your head's at too. Cause like it could be like, I remember like, like I was ordered, like, I don't know what it was like tater tots or something. And then they were like, we're out of the tots. And like, I had been like waiting all day for it. And then I was like, <gasps> oh. but it's because
2: other things were going on. It's not about the tots. It's like something else is going on. Oh man. I'm trying to think of, like last time I like, was like upset, like was this recent thing I got pretty upset about. But then I don't know. Oh, that's really hard. I have to think that's about it. That's a tough it. one. I got a girl get really mad at me because I called her dude in a text. Really? Yeah. But did you just say? Were you like, I feel you, dude? I knew what I was doing. Oh. <laughs> it was because it was because I was like,
1: all right, all right, you know. Was she trying to be like, let's not flirt,
2: or was she doing something? It was. Yeah, we were like, that was the, this them bringing it back to it again. Was the thing that we wanted to take it slow. So I'm like, I will right, we'll take it oh. slow. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. And she's like, never call me dude again.
1: No, you use it. Ab- I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that was like the perfect use of it.
2: Yeah, well, then I just kept going with it. I'm like, oh, sorry, chief.
1: Mm. Uh, but I
2: appreciate you, bro. Never let me, you know, like uh, right. uh, th- thanks for telling me, buddy. Like yeah, thanks, I just kept ha- harping on it like right. that.
1: I think that at least the first one of the dude, I think that's a very, like, I think that's such a good use of it because it's basically saying, like, to me, that would be like, I hear you, I get it. Also, hey, maybe I'm a little tiny bit like hurt right now and I'm just trying to pop over you, you boop. I'm taking bit. in what you said. Boom. Think, if you, I, I'm going to react differently based on what you said. It's not going to, you don't get all the same treatment as before. Cause you said you didn't want
2: it. Right. But that's when I did feel bad was when mm. I said it. And then I was like, I'm going to joke around about it now. But at the time when she was like upset that I called her dude, I'm like, Oh, you know what? I did do that on purpose. I did put in a dude because what used to be baby used to be beautiful. Right. But then if you take that away from me, what up Bro. And then and then she like got really mad and I go okay sorry beautiful and she's like that's more like it and I'm like all right yeah, I know this I
1: is... think you were being real, I think you were being pretty fair but I've been so. be
2: curious I know that does bother women when they get called dude
1: sometimes yeah
2: it depends on the context right if, you know if you're hugging her hello
1: right hey,
2: dude. <laughs> but if you're shaking her hand you know right
1: what's up buddy where's my hug dude right. <laughs>
2: yeah. then, where's my hug huh dude okay I guess I will hug you I can't think there. of one for myself though so sorry totally don't be silly
1: fair this is our final segment it's called who what where when how you ready? yeah, go. who do men have deeper conversations with their male or female friends?
2: female for me, it's female. were you always comfortable talking to women, probably because growing up yeah it was the it was I felt way more comfortable, and then now I've realized the friends that I like in my life that I talk to are the ones that can, and they're not the ones that are like, "I don't know, sounds tough, right Or they're just like saying things <laughs> yeah. just to react to my sentences right. Uh, and those are the guys I'm like, all right, cool, they're still fun to hang out with. Sure. I'll still play video games with you. Right. But then I had my one buddy where I'm like, hey, can I ask you about this text she sent me? So important. And I I like that, but I found that I could be best friends with a guy for 10 years and not be able to talk to him about love mm. but I'll I will have met like my friend's girlfriend for the first time and within 20 minutes I'm like what do you think she meant by this like right or like what do you think I should wear to this is this too much am I being too uh, abrasive like I can go I can get into it with a girl a lot quicker in terms of like talking about emotions and feelings because uh, I, I was I just hung out with an ex-girlfriend recently and it was her and a roommate and they were like, she, we're wondering about this guy. And I'm like, oh, spill it. I took my jacket off. I sat down. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, let's spill let's some tea. Let's go. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, and it was like, she's like, I don't like his voice. And I'm like, that's a pretty big thing. Big you thing. know." But I'm like, oh, and I was trying to do impressions and be like, is it more like this? Or right. She's like, it's freakishly like that. And I'm like, oh, that's your Kermit. You're dating yeah. Kermit. But we're like joking around about it. But then I was also like reading the text and mm. like stuff like that. And that's that's, I like that. I like that more. I feel more comfortable doing that
1: Totally, yeah. like picking picking
2: something apart. Yeah, and like actually talking about it ad nauseum until you just, you're so sick of talking about it, you don't right. care about it anymore. That's how I get over mm, things.
1: I wonder if someone's voice is tough. That's tough. Tough. Tough, because also, I think if you were so into the person, would you even hear their voice? I don't know. Maybe, because there's been like people where it's like, I'll first hear their voice, and I'm like, look, it's only actually happened twice. And then after a little while, it didn't bother me so much.
2: Yeah, because it becomes – all of them become numb to you. Like, you forget that they're attractive sometimes. Right. Because you're like, oh, I just know you. I just know that. And then they get a haircut, and you're like, damn. You know, right, okay right, you. right, right. I love that voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's – I think an interesting. But voice, because that's a big thing for me is I need to – I need to, on the phone, mm. I'll fall really hard if I talk to a girl on the phone, and her phone voice is, like, oh, great. Because yeah. like, I was my one uh, – the girl I was dating at the, from St. John. Uh, she lives in the Caribbean – or mm. the Virgin Islands. We were on the phone like good three to four hours a day. Mm. And just like we would, uh, called shadow, not shadowing. Where we would just not be talking, but like I'd be getting clips done or something or cleaning, mm. and then she'd have her headphones in, and we would just, every now and then, she'd be like, Oh, did I tell you this the other day? And like, we'd wow. just randomly be on the phone for like four, like for two hours straight. Mm. And it was kind of great, but it was also like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do this forever.
1: Right. I don't know if I can keep this up. This at might some be point. a thing that
2: she needs all the time. And right. I'm like, I I need to be able to, like, because then there were times where I forget, and then she'd be like, Hey. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Whoa, <geez>. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like in the bathroom. You're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? Nothing, my roommate. Uh, that I don't have some. I just got a roommate. He broke the bathroom. Uh, took off the headsets. Brought him into the bathroom with him. He he farted. It wasn't me. He's a fart machine. He's a fart machine. What do men do to impress other men?
2: I feel like I've I've had situations where men sometimes talk about like uh, exca- sexual escapades. Mm. What I did this, and that's I feel like that's also a twenties thing. Yeah, because I feel like now it's just like all right, what are you? <laughs> Right. Find a wife, you know. yeah.
1: Do you the second I've noticed too, like the more people talk about their like sexual, in my experience, escapades, so the more serious the relationship gets. Actually, I know that this is for me. Like when my girlfriend and I first started seeing each other, I remember like showing pictures of her, and like you know, she wouldn't put her face in the pictures because she knows if someone puts their face in the pictures and they're sending you like sexual pictures. To me, that's a red flag. Ooh. I get nervous. Like if you're sexing with someone and say you haven't even met them. And then they're sending you pictures of their face, and I go, shit, you don't got anything to live for.
2: Because yeah, your that's face is in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: someone could literally be like putting like a fire hydrant in their butt. And if their face, I don't even know how you would do it, but if they're like, I'm out in the street, like, I'm riding this fire hydrant, incredible, eh, whatever, I'm just spitballing here, and <laughs> yeah, their yeah. face isn't in it, I'd be like, what a lovely lady. But then if they're just like naked and their face is in it, I'd be like, oh my God, I'd, I'd have a hard time not being like, hey, like, don't do that. That is interesting. Um, I never really thought of it that too much. I uh, get scared for that, too, because I'm, I'm like, I'm so glad that you're trusting me with that. But like, be careful.
2: I would never do it just because I feel like we have more to lose of like, sure. I don't want a picture of me peeking like behind my wiener like,
1: like right, that, you
2: know, uh, right? yeah, that scares me a little bit. I would never do it for myself, but what was the question? Sorry. Um, oh wait,
1: so I think that was me. Oh yeah, what do men do to impress other men? I have oh. no idea how I got on the riding the fire hydrant from that. That's my bad. Oh, talk about base. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, oh yes, there we go. Thank you, thank you. Because I was like,
1: that. how did I? How, how did I? Where did I? How did I pull that out? Um,
2: uh, and then I think, I think that, I don't know. It's it's. It, I think that's probably probably it. Is like you are being like, oh, I did this or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, that's always been a common thing for dudes.
1: Yes. Oh, I remember I would show pictures of my girlfriend, but her face wasn't in it. And then when we were in a monogamous relationship, I stopped doing that. But there's like a couple people I like showed her pictures to that now she's met. Like, I'll just be like, oh, look at my girl. Hey, oh, wait, wait. Let me full disclaimer. She. We talked about it before, and like she was like, "I'd be into it if you, it was like an okay thing to do." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the girl's like, "Oh, I wouldn't show if the girl was didn't say it." Like, I some people don't want you to show their pictures. Some people are like, "You can show it off." I'm into that.
2: oh uh, yeah, that's key. That's key. Yeah, I don't do that unless it's like explicitly right. said. But even then, I'm like if it's somebody I'm dating, I'm not. I'm not like, no, oh, this is
1: a hundred percent for me only. A hundred percent. That's the thing where it's like once you start like being in a relationship, then you're like, if someone even asks, like, like, if someone asked me, like, did you have sex with your girlfriend? I'm like,
2: excuse me, excuse me. But then when you're just dating
1: someone, ask fucking anything.
2: Yeah. I've had somebody send me something and be like, and feel free to show. Right. And always so like, sweet. Hey, look. Right. And they're like, nice. And it's like that. It's never, right. it's never like a thing of like, oh, yeah, let me see what is, where she live. Like it's, right. It's always yeah. just like, oh, nice, boobies. Yeah. I, I've, I've also gotten guys that I'm, that we're just like hanging out and they're like, oh, check out this. And I'm like, Jesus, why'd you just do that to me, dude?
1: Totally. That's
2: so weird to me. T-
1: so uncomfortable. Out of context.
2: Like, you can always tell, too, because you're like, what do you think about this? Right. Oh, no, it's not going to be a puppy.
1: Yeah, I'm not about to see a cute kitten right now. (laughs) Well, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. I I had that happen the other night and I was just like, wow. But then the girl's face was in it and I was like, I want you to be really careful. And the guy was like, what? And I was like, her face is in it. And he was like, she's beautiful. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I ruined the picture for you, didn't I? Oh, boy. Where do men want to travel with their boys as opposed to with their partner?
2: So for us, it's, I think, a little bit different, too, because we travel a lot. True. So I think with, uh, for when I'm on the road, I like, like going to Des Moines, going to Tampa, going to, like, random cities with my friends is fun. Mm. Uh, but, like, I'm going to, like, Honolulu or Oahu, and I'm doing, like, Europe. That's when I would want to bring a significant Yeah. Time. When, I, when it's, I'm experiencing a fun, cultural, like, romantic stuff. In any way, like, anything Caribbean, I want to bring a girl. You know what I mean? Um, but with, like, friends, like, I want to go to my... I'm going to go to Six Flags with my boys. Right. But I would, in a heart. I'd rather go to Hawaii with a girl that I love.
1: I feel the ex- I always like with friends, I'm down more for activities. With a, my girlfriend, I want to just like, then I just want to like do nothing. She likes to do activities on stuff, so we'll like compromise and do that. But I was in Hawaii like two years ago, and it is, it was, un, it's so, have you been there before? It was I haven't. So, it was so beautiful. And I was doing a show and it was me and my friend Justin was featuring for me. And we had so many romantic dinners because it's like so romantic there. Yeah. So we were like, I remember this one dinner we had because we stayed like a couple days before and after to travel. There was this one place we had dinner where it was like candles everywhere. And like the servers coming out, like presenting it to like, it was like so romantic. And maybe it was longer because we were both single at the time. And I, at some point we were both like, Man, I want to be in another a relationship. Yeah, you know, like it was so it was beautiful, but it was really fun. Yeah, it
2: was fun to be there with a friend too. I could can see it going both ways. Both ways. But I think when the sun is setting and mm-hmm. you're drinking wine, I want to look over and see my friend Matt. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And just be like, "Cheers, buddy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> like, oh, okay. play Fortnite on our switches in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go back and let's go <laughs> yeah. back and do that.
1: When do men feel inspired to level up their look?
2: Oh, I would say when they meet somebody that they think like, for me, it's like, I'll start working out and like, I'll buy new clothes. If I meet a girl that I'm like, oh, I got to get, this is the one Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm actually, I do pushups and I I read every day. (laughs) That's who I am every day.
1: I floss. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would say that when you meet somebody like that or, um, the opposite Mm. when you fall off, like I've done that like in a relationship before where I'm like, oh, I was really just like, we were going out to eat all the time. I was getting really cozy. Yep. Just being myself, which is a good thing. Yes. But then you end the relationship and you're just like stuck like alone and a little bit chubbier. Yep. And you're like, oh no, I need to start getting, doing pull-ups. I need to start, Yep. you know, bettering myself a little bit. So I think before and after, like beginning of a relationship and at the end of a relationship. Nikki Glaser
1: yourself. has this really, comedian has this really funny joke about like flossing in the beginning of relationships and just, I don't, I'm going to like butcher it, but it's basically about like, just like there's like blood all over the sink and like just like pr- having to pretend like that's something that you normally do. And I remember seeing her do that. I thought it was so funny because- I would, for, there is something – I've had that about flossing where it's like the first time you like brush, you're like spending the night and you're brushing your teeth with the person, my teeth routine is never better than that. Yeah. I get more tooth, mouthwash, flossing action in that first sleepover than – any other time?
2: I think I have, like, I have a false bed routine. When a girl is like sleeping over, I'm like, oh, I got to do all this. I got you know, to turn the lights my stuff. off. Yeah. <laughs> and typically it's usually like, I'm just like falling asleep on the couch till I just like crawl to the bed and fall asleep. And then that's the end of it. Just
1: pass but, out my phone, my computer, yeah. like
2: everything's everywhere. But with them, I'm doing dishes, right. putting some electrolytes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brushing my teeth. Next but, I got
1: to do a little volunteer work and then my poetry book and then we'll go to bed. Okay. I have to do lotion. these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Last question. How do men feel about being pursued?
2: Oh, I oh, I think again once a little bit different as, mm. as a comic. We are attention yes. seeking, right? So I do like the being pursued a little bit. No, I like it, you know. Right. But I I learned to not be like, well then come find me. Like right. I don't want to <laughs> I'm say no. Over here. Just like I don't want. I, I I learned to never be the guy that's like. Um, I think I might take off just so that I could, they could say, no, please stay. Mm. I, I did that a couple times with a couple relationships where I was like, I just, I really, I, I want her to want me to be here. So I think I'm going to say I'm going to leave. Mm. And that felt gross even afterwards. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Like right. you're, you're literally, it's like, you're playing a game with somebody about like, you just want to feel wanted. So you're abusing that and you're. You know, I think I'm going to go home. They go, what? Why? And I go, I'll stay. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> this is years ago. I don't do that anymore. But like, I remember one time I got cheated on. and uh, That's so real, though. I mean, that's fair. Like,
1: yeah. that, like that was, I hadn't thought of that one. If I had, I would have done that, too. Like, right. I think I got to go. And then be like, we're at your house. I'm like, shit. Yes. <laughs> I
2: fucked <it laughs> up. I am going to take off. <laughs> yeah. Just go for a walk in the park and brood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in a relationship one time I got cheated on. We lived mm. together. Mm. And so I did this whole thing where I planned. Uh, my big harumph, like with her, was I, I packed <laughs> up all my stuff in our bedroom. It was my furniture and shit, but I was like, I'm gonna put all my clothes, I'm gonna leave drawers open to emphasize, I'm gonna put empty hangers on the bed, emphasize, I'm out of here. I was packing in a rush. I had two suitcases packed, put them to the side of the door, like to the, so you walk into the door, they'd be on your right. Hangers I, on the bed. <laughs> yeah. And then our bedroom was to the left, and so was I. I was to the left sitting on a, like a, a solo chair, like an accent mm. chair. And the plan was she was going to open the door, look down at the suitcases because I found out like she was cheating on me, look down at the suitcases and go, oh, no, I look at me and then I would be like, yeah, you're damn right. Mm -hmm. And what happened was she opened the door and I had like several things I had packed up there, but she opens the door, uh, looks to the left, doesn't see the suitcase, looks to the left and just goes, hey, babe. And I go, Uh, how dare you? That's the first thing I said was, how dare you? And then she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know what you did? Like I was being really like gamey with it, but I was like, I get to, I deserve to get to do this now." And then I was like, "But I'm, I'm out of here. I can't, you know, be with you this and that." And she was upset, obviously, and I was upset. I grab my suitcases, I walk out of the door, and I hear her like yelling for me, and I'm like, "Yeah, you fucking chase me, you know?" And then I get like down the street, walking to my car, and she's like still yelling for me. And then I finally like halfway there, I turn around, I go, "What?" And she had another suitcase. Like you forgot? No, another one. <laughs> yeah, you're kidding. I swear to God. She goes, "You forgot this," and I go. Ah, uh, thank you so much. She goes, "All right, call me," and I was like, <laughs> "Trace me." <laughs> oh. But try, uh, and to be honest with you, I wish nothing but the best for her. She's now like married to that guy. Okay. And it was uh, I was I was the bad guy. I was the guy going, "Come on, babe, we're out of here," and he was like, "I can't. I can't she's just out of my reach."
1: Did well? She, cheating is where I've I've cheated before, and it's my biggest regret. It was more emotional. They were uh, kissing, yeah. but that
2: was it. And I'm like, that that still hurt way more that I was. I was like, I saw texts that said, like when I was with my family with her, that she's like, I wish I was here with you. Mm. And like at my mom's house, you wish you were with him here? You know, weird movie. (laughs) Yeah. The two of you. The two of you. Yeah. Right. Right. My fucking mom. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'll
1: tell you what. My mom wouldn't like him very much. That would be like me, the balloon, my balloon head with the balloon, not the, the balloon, my mom and the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and the guy. Um, did you ever get the satisfaction of saying, I know what you did? And then she was like, recognize what she did? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I feel like that is like a good, very good for closure. Just like, so you can have that moment of like, I, you did this.
2: Actually, I, I don't think it was, I think it actually never was that clarified. Mm. It was just, she knew I had seen what was going on, which was her texting him. For weeks, mm. like I miss you. I can't wait to see you. I'd rather be with you than him. Oh, that type I of see. Shin. Yeah, and so I felt it, something was off. And it yeah. was how I found out was very accidental. But I was like, oh no, you know, once you see like a snippet of it, you're like, oh no, I have to investigate. And then it was a nightmare. It sucked. It hurt really bad. But I remember like crying in my car, and then like, you know, it'll never get over this. And I'm now I look back, and I'm like, I said, congrats to her when they got married. Like, That's a, a
1: beautiful thing. Time heals all wounds. It does. I've cried in the car before, and it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. I've, a couple times it's been because I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Because, like, I'd be in L.A. and there's traffic and I'm like, I got to fucking pee oh. or poop and I'm crying. But then I've also had it where <laughs> – a, it's a totally different thing. But I've had it where it was, like, a relationship ended and then you're just, like, driving and crying. And I and especially in college, I'd be like, I never want to – I was in a long relationship in college. I remember when we broke up. Actually, it was a thing where she was being really distant and then I like, didn't hear from her a couple for a couple days and she was like, I'm fine. I just made some new friends. And we were, We were. It was a long-distance relationship for a semester. And I remember it actually drove me – I kind of forgot about it. It drove me nuts. Yeah. Because I was like, but we usually talk at least once a day. And then, like, I just didn't hear from her and I drove – it was like – Oh,
2: it's the worst.
1: Oh, uh, it drove me nuts. Especially nuts. when you're, like,
2: when you have all the love from that person and feeling what it's mm-hmm. like to not be that person for that person. Right. Is, it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. To be like, oh, I'm just – I'm no longer a, uh, you don't have a crush on me anymore
1: right oh, a crush is such a beautiful thing that's the best when you have a crush and then if you have a crush on the person you're with too and you're like I still have a crush on you and then you keep taking
2: bigger hits mm. where you're like I can't stop thinking about it. you're like oh my god me too and then you're like alright now we passed that threshold right? and then you're taking another hit where you're like I told my mom about you mm-hmm. know, me too and then now you're running out of things to, to layers True. of the crush or steps of the crush right. and that's what kind of happened recently we, we kind of like love bombing each other really really hard in the beginning and there was nothing left. Mm almost you know and
1: that is that my therapist i one time she said she was like those hits like those beginning of the relationship hits like it is like pure dopamine it's a yeah. total drug like it's like i feel like she said it was as strong as heroin but I, that's maybe just how i took it and i have no uh reference point for that but powerful because you're just like you're buzzing yeah or i used to, i used to think too sometimes and this was me doing an unhealthy ride be like oh this is the missing thing i need for all the things in my life this is like this will change something that I want change that is n- that a relationship cannot change.
2: Putting way too much weight on that way because too much then you're saying it. it could also break all the things if you right. lose it. Right. Yeah, that's scary. That's why I'll never let. I keep not, trying to not let myself do that because mm-hmm. I got hurt real bad with the girl I was. Uh, we met. I I told her like you just got out of a six year relationship a month ago. I don't want you to. I don't want to be exclusive with you. Right. She was like pushing that a little bit in mm-hmm. the beginning. And I'm like, I want you to go, you know, sell your wild oats. Like, right. go do your thing for a while. And then, like six months later, I'm like, Are you done yet? Right. She was like killing it. And right. I'm like, I was. I didn't Not want to see that anybody. Many oats. I'd be on it. Yeah. <laughs> too many oats. <laughs> too, it's too many oats. Uh, I'd be on dates, like only wanting to talk to like about her because I'm like, mm. listen, I'm only doing this because the thing is, men. If a girl, if a guy goes out with a girl and she's really beautiful and she's like, hey, just so you know, I have a primary partner, but mm. I'm like. We're open and this and that. He's more likely to be like, "Cool, right? Fine, just want to have sex." And then I don't, whatever. Right. But if I'm on a, in a on a date with a girl and I'm like, "Hey, I'm in love with somebody, but if you would like to just keep it sexual, that'd right. be really great for me." Right. They're like, "Go fuck yourself, Hundred percent. It's yeah. it's very yeah. So I had a really really hard time mm. with that, and I also didn't want to see anybody. So I was just waiting for her to get done with dates. Like, right. I made dinner. It's cold now.
1: Right. That was you know? the date. Yeah. yeah
2: that was sucked. So I didn't want to ever do that again, where I let somebody have complete control. Absolutely. over me like that. Huge growth thing.
1: And you know what? All these things growth things go into making it when we do meet the person that is the right fit, you'll really know you'll know it too. Oh yeah. Like, oh, this
2: is what it's supposed to feel like. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Thank you so much for being here. My Where pleasure. can people find you? Online. On and the internet?
2: In general. Uh it depends on what follow me on it's at Jeff R Curie from pretty much everything except uh, Instagram is JR Curie. Um, but that's it. Is there know?
1: another Jeff or Curry that got the Instagram? No, I
2: just I as, when I made it, it was I was like, oh, I'll just go short. Totally, Gary Curry. But then I get people like yelling Jar at me on the street <laughs> sometimes, like Jar, <laughs> Jar, and I'm like, you think my name is Jar? Jarv Curry, Jar Curry, Jar yeah. Curry. Yeah. Uh, but then pretty much just JefferyCurry.com for tour dates. Hell yeah. A, yeah!
1: Thank you so much for doing the show it's and. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. You can DM me at Emma Wilman on Instagram, email your questions to AMA at Betches.com for our next guest, or leave us a voicemail at 201-754-8351. I'll talk to you next week when we ask men anything. Where's my hug? Ask Men Anything is produced by Sean Kilby and Rebecca Steinberg, editing by Jazz Zapatos, Rebecca Steinberg, and Shannon Sasson. Guest booking by Anna Zagzag. Send your emails to AMA at betches.com. Betches.